We here at Bulls in the Ring like to shoot you straight, and the same goes for when we are out hunting or at the range. However, weather, cost of ammunition, and range space can always make it difficult to perfect this skill. That's where iTarget comes in. From the comfort of your own home, yard, or anywhere you can safely practice firearm training, the iTarget Pro system uses a laser round that is safe to shoot from anywhere and is simple to use. Simply place your phone in the iTarget sled with the camera pointed at the shooting target. Make sure your weapon is safe and clear and drop the laser round into your weapon. Once you aim, slowly squeeze the trigger and the laser will project upon a target giving you an exact location of the spent round. The app will monitor the target for hits from the laser bullet and shows the hits on the iPhone's display showing you exactly where you shot the target. With the use of the laser round, no damage will come to your firearm from dry firing and will not be ejected from your firearm. Using this system will help you increase your focus, your mechanics, and give you a grouping that will get smaller and smaller the more you use it. The iTarget Pro system has multiple calibers including revolver and rifle rounds for all your firearm needs. The iTarget Pro app is available for both iOS and Android devices. Go to www.itarget.com for more details and use the code BULLS upon checkout for your 10% off your order. Also, for a limited time, iTarget Pro is offering free shipping in the United States. iTarget, the revolutionary force in firearm training. Over uh, face or Skype, I should say, this week. Couldn't get yes. together. Yeah, it's been. Uh, haven't seen you in a few weeks. I'm getting withdrawals again. You know, the sad part. You will never be able to do another live show from uh, the Bullring, the original Bullring. The if original. You will. I would say I'll, I'll be there when uh, the house is uh, redone. But it <laughs> is really. getting chopped out this weekend. Re- that's it. We. Finally. <laughs> yes and no, we could say. 
Um, what happened? We had a little controversy. <laughs> um, I believe the last time that we spoke, did I have the house yet? Yeah, you said you were moving in. Yes. Oh, there's there's been a little uh, oh, there's been God a little sakes. flick on the nose of that one. <laughs> what happened? Um, <laughs> it's always something. We, yeah, the, it's Murphy's law with us. We um, went to the house, and you know I hadn't seen it yet. My wife had uh, had checked it out for me. I saw I heard the price, and I heard that it was a house, and I kind of knew where the area was. And I'm like, good enough by me. I'm yeah. good with it. Okay. So. She ends up uh, taking me there, and the day we go, we're like, all right, so we start flicking on some lights, and some lights are, like, coming on, but they're, like, half dim. They're not really coming on. Some of them are off. So I'm like, all right. And she says, like, the basement's creepy. It's got, like, an old, uh, it's got a Bilko door going down to the basement, and it's, you know, it's full of cobwebs and, you know, dirt and grime and so leaves and all this. someone died down there. <laughs> At some you point, know, stuff that women, stuff that women wouldn't like, but I'm like, fuck it. I'll go down. I go down there. It's actually immaculate. It's, it's, I mean, it's a dirt floor, but there's nothing in it. It's like completely clean. There's no cobwebs, nothing like, like okay. that. Okay. So I'm like, fuck it. Let me go check. I go hit the uh, main breaker and I hear like, Zzz, and I'm like, that ain't good. I'm not getting electrocuted. I'm not dying in this basement. Hmm. So I go upstairs and my wife says, she's like, oh, the lights are working now. What'd you do? I said, I literally like hit it with a feather and it, I guess it may have tripped it. So we go, we turn on the water, no water. There's absolutely nothing coming out the pipes. Hmm. So I'm like, summon a bitch. Okay. So we called the people. They say, come there the next day. We're going to have a guy come there to look at the house. So we go there. He checks the main breaker. He sees that it's it's worn. It needs to be replaced. So I'm like, not a big deal. You know, you, un- you, un- you turn the power off, you unscrew everything, you put a new breaker in, screw everything back in, the power's good. Right. Not a big deal. So the water, we're like trying to figure it out. We're there for like an hour. We're sweating our asses off. It's You know, we're in the basement. We're running upstairs. We're running downstairs. We're doing all the shit. Mm-hmm. So... Oh. We, uh, oh, go ahead, go ahead. The well cap is actually in like a cold cellar. It's like a piece of concrete. I'm not sure if you're familiar, but it's like they dug out this spot. They put this concrete casing in there and they put the well cap in and you actually have to climb down into it. You're like underneath the earth getting what to the, the swell cap. Okay. This is bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. It's a normal thing. It's not like it's something unusual. No, but I've, I've heard. Of, I've, I have heard of it before, but all this shit go is just is just weird. All right, continue. Oh yeah, it, it couldn't happen to you know anyone but me. Right. Well. So he ends up going down there. He's like, "Oh, the brake must be you know tripped." He goes, "Let me click it back on." He clicks it back on. So we go downstairs. Water. The water's going, it's going to the hot water. We can hear it. We can hear it flowing. We can hear it, you know, starting everything. We're like, mm-hmm. oh, great. We got water. We go upstairs, no fucking water. So, like, what the fuck? So, he's like, listen, he goes, uh, I'm going to go see what it is tomorrow. I'll let you know. <laughs> so, the next day, he goes there. I go to work. He goes in, he checks it. Apparently, mice had eaten through the pipe. 
<laughs> what is it, Stranger Things? Apparently. <laughs> yeah. yeah. um, so he goes in. Now he's checking. He's like, we got to replace it. But the way the house is, it's only like a half basement. It only fits half of the house. Where the kitchen and the bathroom is, it's underneath a slab of concrete. Right. So guess the only way that you can access these pipes? Underground? <laughs> How? Tell me. You gotta cut through the kitchen. You gotta cut through the kitchen floor and go underneath the kitchen into the finding the pipes. Really? Yeah. So and they're so actually doing that right now. You're not paying for that, are you? No, no, no. This is all on. This is all on the homeowner. Oh, okay. But I was it's just say. Who else would this happen to? Yeah. I well, mean, this is this is my luck. And you were planning on moving in this coming weekend, this, today, right? We were planning on moving in like a few days ago. We were actually would have been uh, July sixth. Okay. So we're looking at almost like a week ago. Hmm. So right now, I'm actually sitting at our as we're doing this over Skype. I'm sitting in in the original bull ring in the garage at our kitchen table, which is essentially a uh, poker table. <laughs> wow. It just, last yeah. year, you have a summer drama. In a few days, we'll take the, what's that? You have a, you have a summer drama every year. Last year was your foot or your ankle, whatever the fuck it was. This year's the house. What will next year bring? <laughs> I, I, who knows? Yeah. But th this is my luck, so this this is what I have to go for with. God damn. Yeah, the, my wife wonders why I drink so much. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, but uh, technically, this will be the last that is recorded at this house. Yeah, I guess so. As it was. Right. Yeah. So. Huh. Yeah. Well, rest in peace to the former bullring. <laughs> yes. Or bullpen, whatever we call it. What about you? What is going on? Uh, I have the hiccups right now, smoking a cigar, which is fucking awful. Uh, other than that, nothing much. I had uh, 4th of July last week. Then I dog sat <coughs> for my parents' dog from Saturday to Monday, because they all went to the shore. So they're at the shore. My wife went to Nantucket with okay. my mom. So I just kind of had a weekend to myself pretty much and just, I sat around and I was, I mean, I, I'm so used to being around so like people all the time. Like I was bored. I, I watched two seasons of Game of Thrones <laughs> and you ever been like so bored that like you start watching a movie, then you're like, you know, I don't really feel like watching this anymore. And then you go to another movie and you're like, yeah, I'm not really in the mood to watch this either. And then you go to like, you keep going through other shit. I watched. So much shit, but I didn't finish half of it because I just, I was so bored. Like, I started watching, uh, what did I start watching? I started watching John Wick 2, but I was like, I'm not really, it's good, but I'm not in the mood to, like, really watch this today. And I started Really? And, and that's not, um, the first movie I loved, but I just, I don't know, like, I, I, I wanted to save it. Like, I don't know, I can't explain it. Then I started watching Legoland 2, or whatever it is, Lego Movie 2. Couldn't get into that, turned it off. 
So I just kept watching Game of Thrones. I did watch this one horror movie called um, The Autopsy of Jane Doe. Okay. And it has uh, Emile Hirsch in it. And, um, oh, God, well, I forget his name, but he was the the sergeant in Super Troopers. Brian Cox, I think his name is? Yes, Brian Cox. Brian Cox. Excellent actor. But it's hard to take him seriously after watching him, you know, berate Farva. That's true. <laughs> so I watched that. I actually now, watched... I have a better... Go ahead. Well, I have a better question. Why did you not watch Stranger Things? I had to wait till my wife got home from Nantucket. I would I would have just watched it and said I didn't watch I, it. Well, that's you. and Because <laughs> you're a liar. <laughs> I couldn't do it. And I I thought about it. Because I see on Facebook, like, you know, like your wife posts on Facebook. And everyone was posting on Facebook. They're watching Stranger Things, and I'm like, God damn, I really want to watch this. But I, I didn't. I held out till Tuesday. And my wife and I, in order to kind of preserve it, we watch an episode a day. So that way it doesn't, like, we don't kill it in one day or two days, okay. and then that's it. So we've been doing one a day. We just finished season, oh, season three. We just finished episode three right before I started this tonight. So we're chugging along. How do you like it? So far, so good. Not to give any spoilers away. No, no spoilers. Um, I like it a lot. It's very sad seeing that group get fractured. But that's how growing up is, you know? Like, you lose some friends that way. And girls come in, and Will's obviously gay. <laughs> I think so, yes. Yeah. Dustin and Steve had their own great friendship going. I'd rather be friends with Steve than those fucking kids. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Dustin Steve. The bromance, though. <laughs> now, what do you think? Now, what new characters have you seen this year? Because um, uh, we watched it. Because we binge watched it. We watched it in like two days. So you're done. We're done. We cranked it right out. But um, I don't know how far you guys. Like, they kind of all melded together in the one big episode for me. It was almost like I watched a movie, like a really long movie, because we were just watching them so quick. It was like, bang, 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 bang. Okay, the episode, if you haven't gotten this far yet, uh, fast forward us a little bit. So episode three was um, L and Max are in the room, and they're kind of like spying on people with L's power. Like she saw Mike and, okay. yep. Mike and them kind of fooling around, and then she saw Bill. Billy? The metalhead. <laughs> the weird 80s metalhead. Uh, I saw him killing... He's the Red Power Ranger. What What Power Ranger? In the new Power Rangers movie, he's oh, the Red he? Power Ranger. Oh, I which, didn't, I, and i seen that, too. I didn't recognize him. Which is... <coughs> which is what? He's the leader of the group. Yeah, the Red Power Ranger. The Red Power Ranger is the... Yeah. Yeah, so anyway... Um, and it ended, again, if you haven't seen it, fast forward, it ended with Billy and the, the lifeguard that they thought was dead, kind of knocking out her parents. Okay. Do you remember that part? Yes, absolutely. Okay. So, uh, what do you think about Mrs. Wheeler this year? Uh, to quote you, smoke show. Smoke show. I will say, you know, yes. it's funny, I, 
I've known about that that actress for a long time because I remember her. She was in Beer League, Artie Lang's Beer League, and she was like the she was like Artie's girlfriend in the movie, like a guidette. Yeah, like she was from Jersey and all that crap. Um, so I remember like that was like one of her first things. So I remember when he was on Howard Stern, he's like, "Oh, she's new. Like she's never really been in anything, anything before." So it's kind of cool seeing like she landed a role that's just like going to make her a millionaire <laughs> pretty much. Oh yeah. So it's kind of cool always seeing that like when you like kind of remember seeing an actor and actress in a show years ago and now like all of a sudden they're in this big thing. Um yeah, she's uh very nice. Yes. <laughs> uh I I, I we got we have our group chat and we got in a little bit of an argument about uh, certain characters, but again, I don't want to give any spoilers. But it, it's a the way I look at it is the uh, and you can kind of see it right now. I, I think from season three, but season one it set the very good plot story. Mm-hmm. It set everything up very well on in regards to setting the stage for everything. Right. Season two was action packed to me, just full of action. Like they, they they were continuously doing shit. Right. And you set up you you started to see the beginnings of like romances and people hanging out and this and that and relationships. Mm-hmm. This season really kind of gets into the the whole group dynamic. And you'll see how it is. Okay. One thing I'm I'm kind of I feel is a little played out is the relationship between Nancy and the American Beauty Kid, <laughs> as you so put it. I forget his name. I, the, I, the other uh, uh, Will's brother, Jonathan. Uh, Jonathan. Jonathan. I feel like every season it's them doing something or them investigating something. I, they they need to change a pace. They need to interact with other characters. I feel like they don't interact with anybody else until like the end of the season. I, I don't want to know, but that's how it always starts off. It, it does, but I, I kind of like that. And um, she should have been with Steve. this year. But this year, Nancy is bringing us. Uh, she definitely got it from her mother. Mm-hmm. Let's just put it that way. Well, Will got it from um, his father. Will. Mike got it from his father. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, no, no, no. I I, I like the. Uh, Jonathan was always kind of like that weird guy with the, uh, and he, like I said, I, I call him the American beauty kid. He seems to be very much like that, but this year he definitely comes, I think away from that and yeah, is, you see him and... much more well-rounded. Yeah. Oh yeah. He has a job now and he's kind of like being an adult sort of. Yeah. So he grew I, out of it. I, I, I like the, I like the, uh, the way that they went with them. Okay. So far, it's very good. Uh, I mean, and even that, even I complain about the storyline with them is is interesting. No, no, it, 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 this is, I think, their best story together. I agree because last, I mean, in season two, we just recently rewatched it again, and it kind of, the st- I felt like the story dragged a little bit at times. Yeah. Um, you know, they kind of went to that private investigator who was looking for Barb, what? and go ahead. Well, you you see that she's working for uh, 
Like a newspaper. The, the local paper. Yeah. And what do they call her? Nancy Drew. <laughs> and it it fits perfectly, and it works well. Yeah, it, you're right. I, I like the I like the way that it's going. What do you think of? Uh, the, I, I would say it's probably the newest main character, and that would be uh, Ships Ahoy's newest uh, bucket leader. There, uh, I like her so far. I like her so far. Yeah, I just don't in want the, her to come in between the first the episode. I'm like, eh. yeah, she's growing on me. What's that? I don't want her to come in between the bromance. Okay. It's good. Okay. All right. All right. Um, <coughs> you you know who that is too, right? No. Who is she? That is Uma Thurman and Ethan Hawke's daughter. Oh yeah. You know what? I I have heard that before. Okay. Oh nice. Huh. Yeah, she's pretty good. I I like her. Um. She's uh she's 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 almost a, she's a little bit like Max was last season, kind of, yeah, like the defensive girl, like very defensive and has like an attitude. I, I think, other than Hopper, I think she is the most important character this season. Okay, all right. Well, she's she helped him out in a big way so far, so I guess I'll see what happens. I, I think, I like I said, I think the... Hopper took the show this year. I, I I love Hopper. <laughs> Some people don't like him, but I like him a lot. I think he's had a bad I, break I, in life, and I mean, we. I think maybe at the end of the the season, maybe two weeks. You're breaking up. What? By then, everyone should. And we talked about it. What's that? You were breaking up. I didn't hear you. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, maybe in like a month, if you give people time to watch it, the mm-hmm. spoilers at that point, give you my take on Hopper and how great he is. And we explained it on the group chat. It will pretty much just be a um, rendition of how I put it on the group chat. Okay. Sounds good. Uh I, I and I like I said I want to make sure you guys all watch it. Yeah, well I'm hoping to be done. Well, I'll definitely be done a week from now, um, so I can talk about it again. But uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I I, I have a feeling someone's gonna die this season because they haven't had a big death in that show except for Bob, but Bob was only like a one season character. No one from the beginning. Yeah, has died yet, and I feel like I think they they that show needs that they need to kind of show something that like, well, this guy died, so now like going forward, who's safe? Like anyone could really die. Like they need to kill off a character, and maybe you know they do, and I don't know. So, <laughs> what the hell are you doing? <laughs> oh. Uh. uh. I'm next about the house. Uh, we're getting roll-offs, things like that, oh, coming okay. to the house. So oh, okay. I'm multitasking right now. All right, no problem. While fighting the cigar that I'm smoking. Yeah. Because it just does not want to stay lit. Yeah, I see you keep lighting it over there. What are you smoking anyway? But, yeah. But, what are you, uh... What are you smoking? 
usually with cigars. For God's sake. I, I am smoking a, <laughs> what was I smoking? I was smoking a uh, Gurkha. Gurkha, okay, very nice. Uh, I don't yes. know what I'm smoking. <laughs> a chow. I'm smoking a chow. Well, you, you know where you could usually smoke cigars? Where's that? And and you had them at, at your wedding. Is that a wedding? And uh, I've been trying to tell you about it. I don't know if you've started to watch or if you're going to want to Some of my favorite... On Vanderpump Rules, Brittany and Jax got married. And uh, who are Brittany and Jax? I know you have no clue who these people. You have no clue who these people are, but they're two of the main characters. Um, he was pretty much like kind of like a playboy. He cheated on all his girlfriends. He's kind of like a, a screw up, but like he's endearing to you. Okay. And this girl is like the all American girl. Okay. Born and raised in Kentucky, um, moved out to L.A., and they, they ended up getting together and getting married. So it, it's, it, it was a happy time in, in Bravo land. So I, I don't know when you're going to start, but I really think you should start watching this show. Vanderpump Rules? Vanderpump, I, I keep telling you about it. <coughs> you have. We tried watching the Orange... Uh, or either Beverly Hills or Orange County, one of the two, and we couldn't really get into it. I think I've said this before. I think the appeal of the Jersey one is, it's almost like when you're watching the Jersey Shore, like, for me anyway, like, I've been there. So, like, when they go somewhere, I'm like, oh, I've been there before, and I know that place, and I've ate there before. Whereas, uh, you know, the, the Jersey one, the, the, with the uh, Orange County one, I've never been to any of these fucking places before. <laughs> so... It's a little yeah. hard for me to kind of um, relate to them, in a way. Yeah, it, 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 you can definitely see the relatability on certain things on it. I mean, with Jersey, they were right. They they were right in our backyard Pretty over much, by yeah. in Vernon there at the one of the places. Oh yeah, yeah. So, but uh, Vanderpump is a good one to watch. Okay. A lot of a lot of a lot of fighting, a lot of stuff like that. It, it's a good one. I'm telling you. Yeah, I'll, I'll check it out. I'll check it. I, 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 I'll try and get the the misses into it. On your recommendation. I'm, now, would something like that be on Hulu? Um, the rest of them are. So I, I would assume it is. I'll have to check. I'm not sure. I know the rest of them are. We're still waiting for season nine of uh, New Jersey to come on there. It hasn't yet. Okay. Yeah. Because actually, uh, I think that they just finished two seasons. They're going to be going into their reunion things. But uh, I think it's Orange County is coming out next. It, that's the next one out, like, within a few weeks. Okay, yeah. Vanderpump Rules is on there. So Seasons one through six are on Hulu. For anyone interested. <laughs> yeah. I just checked. But a good show to watch. Okay, I'll... I'll, uh, I'll, I'm, I'll... Just, I'm just... I'm giving you some mindless TV to, to take care of. All right. After Stranger Things is done, we'll uh, I'll try I'll try and venture into that. Uh, okay. All right. So there we go. Yes. Now we're in the off season right now. We recently had NFL or uh, NHL draft. Mm-hmm. 
I'm kind of happy with the Islanders, who they took. And there's a place that my uh, cousin Jeff, we all know him, yeah. went to college down there. His lovely wife is from down there. And there's actually a place that got infamy this week. Say it, you broke up big time. What the hell did you say? What's uh, What happened this week? There was a little bit of a uh, hungry uh, little person, if we can, we can say, down at a bagel place in Long Island. Oh, okay, a little, a little a midget. <laughs> or a dwarf. I, I mean, technically, technically, he probably could get a handicap pass. It's a it's a very short man, but did you see? I, I think I sent everyone the video oh, on it. I don't. Were you I, one of the people I couldn't see it? No, I saw it. I watched it. <laughs> I did watch it. He flipped out. Not. <laughs> what? It's quite hilarious, isn't it? Oh, it's something. <laughs> Why don't you explain what he was flipping out about? So for everyone who hasn't seen this, and, and I will definitely try to post this to our social media, there was a uh, a little guy right, in a bagel place. It's actually, a uh, the owner of it is an Islander fan, and he's there, and I guess freaking at him, but they were obviously talking about his, his shortness. So he starts flipping out. He's like, you know, no one wants to date date me. I, you know, I have uh, this and that. And he starts getting in the guy's faces. And he's literally like belly button height on certain people. Right. Saying, you know, like, let's go outside. I'll fight you. Eventually, one of the, like, there's a big dude there who's like, Knock it off, you're acting like an asshole. This guy's like, what are you going to do, hit me? And the guy just like pretty much just tackles him right to the ground. <laughs> I, I, in a way, I feel bad for this guy. Would that be child he, abuse? You know, it must be tough. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Say, would that be child abuse? <laughs> I mean, you do shop at Oshkosh, yeah. so. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, I, I do feel bad for the guy, but then, like, I would kind of use that to my advantage. You know, like, say if you were, like, seven foot two, it'd be very hard to get a girl. But you could use, like, you know, hey, listen, I'm tall, I'm this, I'm that, and use that to your advantage. This guy just seemed to be just so angry. Right. Literally like an angry little dwarf. Well, they're known to be angry. I think a lot of little people are known to be angry. It's that Napoleon syndrome. Napoleon, is that what it's called? Napoleon syndrome? Complex. Complex, thank you. But the, the, he's not a midget. He's just short. Well, if you're under a certain height, you are classified legally, uh, not legally, but you, you would be classified as a little person. I knew someone, not well, but I knew them. This guy was 
probably five foot one, maybe five foot even. But he wasn't a dwarf or, or a, a yeah, just a short person. dude. He was a very short guy, and I'm I'm somewhat short. I'm not that short. I'm like five six and a half ish. Five. I'd like to say five seven. Uh, and I tower I think over five, him. Seven. What was that? I think you're five seven, Thanks, pal. I am five seven. Well, I towered over this guy. <laughs> and that's, <laughs> I now I know how all my friends feel with me. Like I, I it made me feel kind of good. <laughs> like I can take this guy. Well, I'm five. I'm five twelve. So you're five. Yeah, but five twelve. Right. <laughs> I'm five twelve. No, I, I I feel for this guy, but his whole approach to it was. If that was me, I would almost make it more of a, like a comical thing. Like, hey, look, yeah, I'm short. Big fucking deal, you know? Yeah. But he, he just was angry. And he, he, he pretty much, like, personified that whole short, angry, dwarf, like, leprechaun type of just anger. Yeah. Which I, I think was unnecessary. He didn't need to be that way. He was adorable. This is a guy I would love to, like, just, like, pick up, put in my pocket, take him home. Have him fucking dance for me, and then like at the end of the night, I'd put him in my sock drawer and have him sleep. He could use the sock <laughs> as like a as like a sleeping bag. He was adorable. I love this guy. What were those uh, little? <clears throat> there was those books when we were kids. The little people. Remember they slept in the drawers, and I forget the, what they were called. The little, not the littles. It was called something else. It might have been the littles. Yeah. Yeah, you, you know what I'm talking about, right? Like they used to sleep yeah. in the drawers and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but he, 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 was, he wasn't a bad-looking guy. You know, I mean, I think he, you know, he probably could have gotten some girls. Uh, Any girl, like, maybe five foot three and under, that would have been all his game. I think he he's going about it all wrong. The, way, the thing I've learned as I've gotten older... Not so much when you're in your teenage years or early 20s, but like from mid-20s to like now to where we are, it's all about that personality. You could be a little guy, you could be a big guy, you could be a medium-sized guy. If you know how to work it and you have oh, a yeah. killer personality and you're fun to be around, people flock to you <laughs> and girls want to be around you. Yeah, I think at a certain, like that, that 18 to 24 age... Mm-hmm. It's about personal appearance, but after that, if you're if you're bubbly, you're funny, you're charming, and that goes for any any sex. I think you can and you can do what you need to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, a good example of that would be uh, if you want to talk like a bigger person. If you look at someone like Chris Farley, I mean, that guy was like he was a mess, <laughs> and women loved him. I mean, maybe because he was rich and he had drugs, but I like to think that, like, uh, even if he wasn't a celebrity, I think he, I think he'd do all right for himself. <laughs> oh yeah, and and even when you are a celebrity, I mean, there there's some ugly, ugly guys out there. Yeah, I mean, time, but like Motley Crue, you know what Motley Crue? They're tattooed. They got piercings everywhere, mm-hmm. heroin addicts. They pulled in some of the hottest ass that's ever been out there. Yeah, I mean, so, even, I mean even McMars did okay. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I think if this guy focused more on certain things, 
he wouldn't have an issue. Yeah. But, you know, I, I, I like his spunk. He's got, he's definitely got a little bit of, he's got a little, little anger in his, in his uh, game. And I like that. How old did he look to you? I would say no more than 40. Yeah, I was going to say, he definitely looks somewhere in his 30s, maybe the later half. Yeah. Um, I mean, he, he looked like he was bald, possibly shaved his, picked his head. But oh, he definitely picked his even head. Even with yeah. that, I don't think baldness now is a detriment. And we may catch a little flack from this from people. But to me, I, I don't think baldness is a, is a bad thing anymore. No, listen, Stone Cold Steve Austin... He did. He he. Uh, he revolutionized the whole bald people thing. Like some women find bald people sexy, like that kind, like that kind of bald. You know? Like, hey, I'm not. I I picked my hair in the past, and I have a full head of hair. I mean, I got I got long. I mean, you you've seen when I've actually grown it long. I've had it like seven, eight, nine inches long. When did you pick your head? I picked it a few times at, in the past. I, I, I don't think I've done it in probably the past five years, but I have bicked it. Really? I don't remember you, like, completely, like, no hair. Oh, yeah. Like, a Bic razor and literally shaving it down. All of it. I remember, All of it. I remember it being buzzed, like, very close. I, don't I will throw, I will, I will try to find a picture and I will throw it up on uh, our social media. I, to, I mean, I, I probably, you've, you've had a lot of hairstyles over the years, actually. I'm a hair chameleon. Yeah, you kind of have. I just, I don't remember you, I just remember you, it was like very, it was like a very, very short crop. But I don't remember yes. completely big, like a Steve Austin kind of thing. Oh, no, no, I, I, I will throw out a picture. I, I've got a few. Yeah, I did I, it like I, two I, or I, three I, times. I believe you, I just, I just don't remember. Like, that's just my, my memory is weird. I can remember shit from 20 years ago, but <laughs> other stuff just kind of slips by, I guess. Oh yeah, yeah, I uh, I cut it short, but okay. I I don't like keeping one one kind of haircut. I I just this this is probably the longest I've had a haircut since probably just keeping it like an inch short. Really, I go every three to four weeks. I'll go for a haircut. It used I remember for a while I was going like every other week, just to kind of like yeah. You you kept, you always kept yours manicured. Yeah, I'll go maybe like every two months. But this is the longest style I've had. Yeah. In probably like three years. Okay. All right. But. All right, let's uh, let's move on. Um, so, uh, have you been to a Walgreens lately? <laughs> because apparently you can get to a big fight at a Walgreens these days. Or you can just take anything you want right out the door. It doesn't yeah. matter. <laughs> as long as you have 59 of your other friends. Yeah, uh, there was a big uh, brawl at a, at a Philly Walgreens. Right. Yes. It was. Uh, I'm not sure. It was. I can't remember the exact address. It was like 1600, maybe like Washington Ave, wherever that is. Okay. Not sure if that's in a, a good area or a bad area, but 60 kids, all like. If you watch the video, it looks like almost like a Game of Thrones, like hitting the door. Like, going to attack thing. I mean, they were literally bouncing off each other. They stormed the entrance. You have kids picking up stuff, running out the store. There's this one little kid. He's wearing, like, a brown backpack and a white T-shirt. He's chucking shit at the 
the cashiers. You have other people like just taking stuff and just whipping it off the shelf. But it turned into like utter chaos. Yeah. And actually, the uh, the Philly Police Department put it on their social media accounts to help to identify these people because it it was, it was like a melee. Yeah, it was it was pretty wild. But I mean. I get having fun and, you know, I mean, we used to go to Toys R Us and throw a football. Yeah. We would oh. screw around at ShopRite. Oh, yeah, we all, you all, everyone fucks around in a supermarket or a toy store or whatever. But nothing like this. Mm-mm. This was pandemonium. Indeed. And it, it, there was really no need for it. No, well, people are animals. Yeah, they, they really were savages when they did this. And listen, it's not like the uh, the cashiers were going to the front door and like trying to lock it or stopping these people. They were just kind of standing behind the counter, and people are chucking shit at them. They did end up, I guess, getting some injuries from like things being thrown at them. Mm-hmm. But I never understood this. If you're going to do something like that, do it in like a good place. Like If you're going to go into a supermarket... Don't steal, like, you know, Little Debbie cakes and boxes of cereal. You go in and you steal, like, filet mignon and lobsters. I'd have, like, filet mignon in my pants and, like, running out with two lobsters in my hand. Yeah. Like, that's – if I'm going to do something criminal and steal on that aspect, I'm definitely going for the high-value purchases, if you will. I just – I think that these kids were just – had nothing better to do, acting like assholes, and it ended up with what we have. Right. Yeah. And speaking of uh, people acting like assholes, uh, I don't know if you heard, there's this new craze, no, no, I don't want to call it a craze, um, a girl in Texas, I believe it was in Texas, there was a video posted of her opening up a Blue Bell ice cream, licking it. And then putting it back in the freezer for someone else to buy, and like you, like, yeah. a, it, it was all over Twitter, and I believe it was all over Facebook and all, any other social media. And uh, you just hear this guy like, "Come on, do it, do it!" And she licks it and puts it back. And now they're investigating. I, I think it just came out re- like today or yesterday that uh, Bluebell isn't like really filing charges against it, but that's it's food tampering. Oh yeah. Um. And this no, isn't the first one. No, well, I, I don't know if it was the first one, but it, or if it was the first one, it just started a whole thing about it. And now I keep hearing every other day, like, this guy licked it and uh, put it back, and they arrested him. And um, oh, yeah. some uh, Asian woman, just didn't she, like, pee on one or something? Or What happened was, there was, I guess, an Asian woman, and she was it was in St. Petersburg, Florida. Oh, fuck. No, no fucking figure. No, that... I'll arrest her. Florida, my favorite place. Don't talk shit but, about uh, Florida. Apparently, apparently, they shared her, whatever she ran, whatever business she ran. And if she's Asian, I'm assuming it's probably like a nail salon. Um, she shared a bathroom with this this ice cream parlor. It was not Scoops Ahoy, but they would. She would go into the bathroom. She would pee, she wouldn't wipe her hands, she would like, or she would pee actually into the 
a bucket that was used to, you know, like when you have ice cream and they put it in that, that one bucket with the continuous running water where it kind of like the water flows in and it kind of drains out and it, it's to clean the, uh, ice cream scoops. She would, she peed in that bucket. She ended up picking her nose and sticking it into some ice cream. It was all this stuff. And they ended up actually having to throw out, they were closed for five days and they ended up, yeah, they ended up throwing out $2,000 worth of ice cream. Oh my God. And what really boggles my mind about this is like, you watch it. You have the girl with the blue bell ice cream licking the container. You have the one young kid. He spits into an Arizona iced tea can, you know, like a gallon jug. There's another one who spits it. You know, he chugs the Listerine, rinses his mouth out, spits it back in. Oh. It's a lot of things like that. This was not a young. These are all like young asshole kids that like if I ever saw him doing it, I'd punch him in the face. This was a 66 year old woman. Yeah. You know, um, her actual name was June. Son Wakcha. <laughs> I, but yeah. Soon, June. So, you know, I guess it was, uh, I guess she had to go to Boku to the bathroom and it ended up having to go in the, uh, the ice cream scooper receptacle. But what a piece of shit. Like, to me, these people should be prosecuted to the extent of the law. Oh, yeah, you're messing with someone's food, and so people get sick. Like, what if that girl had, like, herpes or uh, any kind of, like, some kind of crazy STD or disease or whatever? Like, someone eats that ice cream, now they have it. and Or a whole family eats the ice cream, and they the whole family's infected now. Well, that that's one of the other ones. There was another story of a girl, it wasn't with food, but she was at a doctor's office, and, you know, the tongue depressors, like the, you know, like the super wide uh, ice cream pop sticks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She ended up, like, licking one of them and putting it back in. So, yeah, I mean, who knows if this girl's got, like, the clap or herpes. And now, you know, you're going in there for a fucking checkup, and now you're getting all fucking fucked up because of bullshit like that. These people, they ought to be... I Like, we really need to bring back, like, the scarlet letter and have these people have to wear this for, like, the rest of their lives. Like, (laughs) put an S on it for fucking savage. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, right. If only. Like, I, I mean, I'm not a big fan of um, going back in time, but certain things back then, like drawing, quartering people, um, <laughs> you know, put a put a like a rat in a box in their head. Like, they, this needs to happen. We need to we need to start getting a little medieval on the punishments. Well, you mentioned this before about San Francisco. You just want to wipe out the entire. The entire town with a flood. So, you're going to have to uh, become mayor or something soon and do this. Yeah. <laughs> and bring this shit back. <laughs> but, again, speaking of someone who ought to be fucking beaten to death is uh, Epstein. He's this, like, Jeff Epstein multi-millionaire, billionaire guy. And apparently he likes to just fuck little girls. And what? to me, this guy should be, he should be just strung up by his fucking balls and, and literally every victim of him should be able to just like stab him or cut a piece of his body off. What, what did he, I keep this guy is a human piece. I, I keep seeing in the papers, what did he, 
do exactly that to, to, to do this? He, back in, I think it was like 2006, 2008, I'm pretty sure it was 2008, he entered a plea deal for actually doing statutory rape. And he's, you know, he's got all the money in the world. And he had this plane that was literally called like the Lolita Express or something. Okay. Where he would drive or he would fly these women. He owned an island, I believe in the, uh, somewhere in the, the Caribbean. I'm not sure exactly where, maybe off the U.S. Virgin Islands. But he would take these virgins there and he would, he would rape them. He would sexually assault them. This, this guy is a human piece of trash. Wow. And he has affiliations. I mean, Trump knew him and in back in like 2003 said he's like a decent guy, yada, 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 but did say that he, um, you know, he does like girls or younger women. He didn't say so much girls, but younger women. Right. And afterwards, maybe a few years later, he actually, his, uh, the Mar-a-Lago, um, property that he has he actually kicked them off of it he's banned from there he's not allowed but then uh slick willie there uh bill clinton actually flew on this plane 26 times so interesting there, there's a little yeah there's a little controversy going on with uh did bill participate in anything did bill know about this there, there i think a lot of shit's gonna come down after this so but th- this guy's a human piece of trash to, to take advantage of children like that. He should, this guy should be taken to a public square somewhere and just, you know what? Like you're allowed to punch him for like a hundred dollars. You just have him sitting there is, you know, where he can't defend himself and hundred bucks. You're allowed one punch right in his face. <laughs> Beat the living snot out of this guy and all the money that's, that's <coughs> given to this goes to all the victims. Okay. Uh, I, I, that that that's my uh, my take on this piece of fucking filth. Wow, what a piece of shit! Yeah, I keep seeing in the papers all this stuff happen with him. So, um, yeah, just a pure fucking oxygen thief. Yeah. Huh. Well, from that to, I guess we can talk about getting people getting punched in the face. Uh, there was a brawl at Disneyland. Um, Happiest place on earth. I guess so. Uh, but apparently, this family now is saying that they didn't, like, nothing really happened. And, it, like, I, I really couldn't really get too much from it. But, um, I know the, Disney makes a lot of movies and they have a lot of technology. Yeah. But, I, I don't know if you could CGI this fight back to what it was. Because it was a fucking brawl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, they were escorted from the, the park after the fight. It took place in the Toontown section. <laughs> uh, it shows a, the footage shows a man punching a woman repeatedly after she spat on him during an argument with her and another man. Uh, then the men fought, and uh, then someone punches a woman. <laughs> I don't know. What a fucking... They let anyone in from, Disneyland. <laughs> from the way that I viewed it, and I have to take it as this, it looked like there was maybe two brothers or maybe like two brother-in-laws, and there was a there was a mother in a uh, one of those jazzies, like I used to drive a year ago, and apparently 
he's a big dude. He's in like a pinkish, reddish shirt. He punches the mother. She falls out of the out of the jazzy. She's like laid out on the ground. Okay. And then I guess maybe the daughter of this the daughter of this uh and she she's a she's a biggin. I mean She is. She looks like uh Tweedledum or Tweedledee from uh you know what is it, Alice in Wonderland. Alice in Wonderland, but yes. They they end, he ends up punching her few times then another dude jumps in i don't know if this is his wife maybe it's a brother I, I like you can't tell the family dynamic none of them really look alike mm-hmm. so it's kind of hard to tell but he ends up fighting with the dude they go to one side of the park the one dude punches another girl and she i don't know she must have been a girlfriend or a wife i think because she almost looked like hispanic she was she was definitely like a, a, a lighter skin Okay. They he ends up punching her. They kind of break up for a little bit. Then they go back at it. The one dude punches the um, Tweedledum, knocks her down again. Then the guy in the red shirt ends up punching the Hispanic. It, it was just like everyone was punching everyone. And at the end of it, like the mother's getting like dragged out, like she can't walk. There's like six toddlers seen that are like sitting there standing they're walking around like these people are like brawling and they're like walking between their legs Jesus Christ no one grabs the kids to protect them it was just it was just savages and good old boy that happened in Disney what a great place to be and again I've always said it you know you know my uh my temperament towards that isn't it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I watched I watched the video. It was uh <laughs> I, I don't know. They're probably from Florida. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean what do you like they're like in what? What'd you say? Say it again. Yeah, you're breaking up big time. What'd you say? I think we've lost Tom. Yeah, a big fast ride where this would happen. You're you're in the like the little kid area of this, and this is what happens. It just it, to me, it's just insane. Yeah, it is. It is crazy. Um, nope. so, what? Hi. Your weekly, Can you hear me? Your, yeah, I hear you. Your weekly appearance. <laughs> one of one of Tom's daughters is on. I, now you froze, though. I think. Hello. Hi. Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. Hey, there you are. Say hi. All right, say hi. hello, and then you got to go back to bed. Then you. Oh. You gotta go, but you can't stay here. Right, hop on out there, kid. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. That's my uh, weekly appearance by the little one. She does love, she loves coming on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, let's uh, let's go into... So, the... Yeah, that was the ball there. Yeah. All right, let's, uh, let's move on to the world of sports. The, uh... The women's soccer team 
uh, has won the World Cup for the women's. They beat the Netherlands, correct? Yep. Okay, they beat the Netherlands. Correct. Um, and they had a big thing at the Canyon of Heroes, which is, I'm, I'm assuming it's the New York Can- Canyon of Heroes, right? That's the only Canyon of Heroes? Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Comrade de Blasio allowed them to come there. Uh, yeah, figures. Uh, what I don't get is, now this is their fourth championship? Yes. I have n- When was the last time they won? Last, the, the last Women's World Cup, 2015. Okay. I've never seen a bigger deal made of a women's soccer team as much as this one. And I can tell you why. Tell us. One particular we talked about her. I never, in, in all honesty, and you can attest to this, Joe, I'm a, I'm a big soccer fan. I, I like to watch the World Cup. I watch you know, um, Premier League, I, I, I do enjoy soccer. You do. Was never, was a good player. What, what I would never consider a great player. You have Alex Morgan, you have Carly Lloyd. Um, these were these were the catalyst players for the team. They were your bell cows on the soccer team. In recent years, Mainly under the uh, the current administration of president, this particular player ended up having a hard on, and does not like the the president, and has made it very vocal about it. And everyone and the media fawned over her. Yeah, she had a very good World Cup. I'm not gonna lie; it was a, it was a, you know she had a good good uh, tournament, but the fact that. She was so outspoken, knelt during the uh, the anthem, things along those lines, has made her very polarizing. And I think that's what's given this particular year and team such publicity. Wait, she knelt during she knelt during the national anthem too. Yes. Why is knelt this getting, went in? Why is this getting like publicized like this then? Why is she considered a hero for kneeling? Like, it's been well, happening because, many because times the before, media, right? the, the the media, as I like to consider it, does not like this president. She is a uh, lesbian, and, and that's her choice. Good for her. I could care less. You know, she wants to be straight, gay, pansexual, asexual. I don't care. But they've really taken a vested interest in her because of this, and have publicized this as being. You know, this woman against the president. Right. She's been very vocal about not going to the White House, things along those lines. And again, it's her prerogative. And as we spoke on the last podcast, to me, whether you like him or not, it's still an honor. You go there. You stand for the anthem. Mm-hmm. I, You know, I, I understand there are people that disagree with me in the fact that you know, it's your right to kneel. It's your right to not prerogative not to, you know. But to me, the the ninety seconds that it is to just know that you live in the greatest country in the world, yeah, just show a little bit of reverence for it, because shit like this would not happen in Syria. Shit like this wouldn't happen in North Korea. Just take this country for what it is and love it for that. Right. 
and they've made her essentially the poster child for what I would consider, if you will, and I think they would agree on it, the anti-establishment. You know, how you had the 60s, you know, deadheads and, um, you know, flower flower children. She's essentially become the two thousand tens version of that. Okay. I think she's an asshole. <laughs> oh, I, I most certainly do as well. I don't. And I, again, we. No, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, you know, listen. This isn't the. You know. And we just had this um, a few weeks ago. It was the 50th anniversary of uh, the Stonewall riots, things like that. Gay rights, and that's, I think, her main platform, is that she feels that she's slighted because of being that, are definitely what they weren't, say, 60 years ago, 70 years ago. I mean, you go to Germany during at the beginning of World War II, they were... They, they were mass murdering homosexuals and nevertheless if you want to be gay be gay you know be miserable like the rest of us i care about being married or having gay marriage mm-hmm. you're, you're gay you want to be married go for it it doesn't affect me but the fact that they're putting and you're putting them on a pedestal like this it 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 makes it very polarizing and a lot of people and including myself who have this ram down our throats to say that, you know, you must accept it. I'm one of those people that I don't want to say I want to fight authority, but I'm not a big fan of, you know, I have to like this. I, I didn't watch any of the world cup and it wasn't so much, you know, her being gay or that it was the, it was the kneeling for the, the, uh, the anthem. And then at the end of the world cup, Ali long was essentially the player that was holding the flag. It was Alex Morgan, okay, Pone, and Ali Long, and they were they were up there, you know, schmoozing for the camera. And Ali Long drops the flag on the ground, and Megan Rampone kind of like pushes her away from picking it back up. I think Ali Long, and I, this is all just assumption. You know, I may be completely wrong. I think that she was caught up in the moment and didn't realize. Oh, I dropped the flag on the ground. Where I think Megan Rampone said, ah, fuck it, it's on the ground. This is my personal opinion. Nothing of, you know, nothing to reflect your opinion on it. Mm-hmm. But she dropped it on the ground. And one of my favorite players, and I, I love her, is uh, Kelly O'Hara came running in from behind, picked up actually the flag and, and got it off the ground. Because, again, the the flag should never hit the ground. It should never touch the ground. And, and, besides, and then, besides that... You are playing for the U.S. Yeah. That's the team you're on. You're playing for the fucking United States, and you're disrespecting the country you're playing for. (laughs) Absolutely. And then there was a little controversy after that because it essentially became the coming out party for Kelly O'Hare, and I had no clue about this. Um, After this happened, she ended up going into the, uh, the bleach or going up to the bleachers and her girlfriend was there, and they ended up embracing and having a kiss. Again, I don't care. In a little bit of a way, I'm pissed because I love Kelly O'Hare. I, I, I didn't think that she was a lesbian. And again, if she wants to be, 
her choice. I could care less, but you know, everyone's saying, "Oh, you know, she, you know, she defended America on that," but then, then she kind of like right. to shade them with them with with this kiss. Right. Again, right. I could care less that they're lesbians. I could care less that they're whatever, whatever sexual orientation you want to be. I could care less. Yeah. But it's the fact that you disrespect the flag. You're right. I, 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 unfucking real, man. People in this country just don't, they don't give a shit about America anymore. No. And the fact that you're getting paid in American dollars, you yeah. know, American money, you're living in the greatest country, and sorry for all our foreign listeners, but that's our opinion. We, we've, Live here, we love it here. Yeah, I would, I would defend that flag till the day I die. But to have that kind of disrespect for it, and again, let it be another country. You know, if it was the French flag, the English flag, the Russian flag, and it hit the ground, I'm sure that the people there would not be as uh, accepting of it as we are. And there's a lot of people that are like, "Oh, it's not a big deal," and that's what really bothers me. Yeah. I agree. It's unbelievable. Uh, and speaking of pieces of shit, <laughs> we go to Colin yeah. Kaepernick, who Nike was gonna. Um, what are they gonna? They were gonna have a Betsy Ross shoe, right? A sneaker. Yeah, it was. A, it was a. It was a sneaker. It looked like it was like a low a low ride sneaker, and on the back of it, where your heel would be, would be a picture of the. Um, Betsy Ross flag. It was the right. original flag. It had the 13 stars for the 13 states. And Colin Kaepernick raised a stink about it. Right. Saying that it it depicted slavery. Well, essentially, every flag up until 1865, if you will, I'm not sure the exact year of the, uh, the revolution or the uh, Civil War. It would have depicted that. Like, are we supposed to forget all of our history? Let's put it this way. Germany is a, is one of the, one of our allies, is a modern, industrialized nation. Do you not think that, like, I grant that they're not flying um, Nazi swastika flags, but it's part of their history. They can't erase it. It is what it is. Why can't we just... I don't want to say embrace our history, but just know that this was part of our history. Yeah. You know, and I don't think when, while Betsy Ross was doing it, she had, you know, she was stabbing the needle into the backs of a slave. I mean, back then that was the mindset of these people. Could they, could you, we call them ignorant now? Absolutely. But to sit there and, and, have that much control of Colin Kaepernick, not Tom Brady, not Sidney Crosby, not Steph Curry, you know, the greatest people in the sport. We're talking about a guy who's been unemployed for, what, three years now? To have that much influence on essentially the most globalized, most profitable, biggest sporting outfitter in the world, Mm -hmm. to sit there and have him say something like this, is kind of bullshit. Agreed. You know, the, yeah. 
maybe I should raise a stink because me being Polish, <laughs> yeah, the you know they have a red sneaker and red was part of the swastika color. We can't have any red more. We can't have any red sneakers anymore because to me that depicts Nazis killing uh, Polish Jews. I mean, we need to stop with this because essentially we're going to break it down to. There's going to be no color, no speech, no individual, no individuality in this. Right. No one's able. No one's going to be able to say what they actually think. And at what point is it going to just be? Well, this is what is allowed to be said. No one's going to be able to be a person, and that that literally takes away the First Amendment of this country, which made it so great. Yeah. You yeah. know, you can have your opinions on it. But it doesn't mean your opinion is uh, right. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't get this guy. Just like you, you've done enough, man. You've done enough. Like if you hate this country so fucking much, get the fuck out of here. And I, he's been given ten times, and he he does have athletic ability. Let's let's just call that. You know, he was able to make it into high school, college, and the pros as an athlete. But you're at the pinnacle of your life, and you threw it away because what? Like, and if 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 it is being a political leader, being the next Martin Luther King, being the next Gandhi, yeah, then do that. But what he's doing is he's just sulking about everything. You know, I just don't. You're wrong. I'm right, and it is what it is. Where he's not trying to sit there and set up a conversation, you know. Gandhi, when England was sitting there oppressing India, sat there and said, "You know, we need to talk about this. We need to start bridging, you know, these huge gaps in the way that the mindset is of you on our people." He's not doing that. He's just saying, "You have to follow what I'm saying. If not, you're wrong. I'm right." And it's it's absolutely ridiculous. Mm-hmm. This guy, he's he's an entitled little bitch in my eyes. And this is one guy that I honestly hope never sees another sporting event again. Yeah. I, I hope not either. And I like the fact that, like, uh, no, it seems like no one really wants him <laughs> to, to, to be in a sporting event either. Like, yeah. the NFL doesn't want him. Um, I don't think he's going to play for the XFL. I'd be, I would be shocked if he played for the XFL. You know, go to Canada, go to the, go to the uh, the CFL, and pull your fucking nah. shit. I'd like to see how the fucking Canadians deal with that crap. Yeah, I mean, he won't because I guess it's Canada, and who hates Canada? But I mean, like, what what do you fucking want? What do you want? Like yeah. you want to you want to change the flag? I, I'm afraid that's what's going to happen sooner or later. Is that they're going to say this this flag represents this, so we're going to change the American flag. When is it enough? No, I, I, I think that that's that's the stepping stone where these people want to get. They want to get it to be. Listen, slavery was a terrible thing. The Civil War was a terrible thing. A lot of these historical figures were. I don't want to say bad guys. They were passionate guys about what they believe. Yeah. You know, they, they in their hearts, they felt that this was the right thing. In this day and age, it's an ignorant thought to think that way. 
but that in their hearts at that time they thought that this was the right way of doing things. Yeah. They thought that the, you know, certain classes of people were subhuman. We can't change that. But to sit there and try to destroy history is going to be the downfall of everything. You look at Rome, where Rome was this great empire. They were the biggest empire other than I think the Ottoman Empire had more land, if you will. Mm-hmm. But Rome had pretty much everything and at one point they said listen we're gonna we're gonna lax on our our things and it's not about control but they allowed all these different groups in and this and that and it ended up being the crumbling of the roman empire yeah you look at canada canada sat there we all came here because of religious persecution tax levies things along those lines in the pre-1776 time frame, Canada sat there and said, hey, listen, you know, we're okay with having England as our as our mother. We'll be their bitch. And, and America said, you know what? Fuck you. We're not going to do that. Yeah. We're going to be the revolutionaries. We're going to sit there and say, this tax bullshit. We want freedom of speech. We want freedom of religion. We want freedom of right to bear arms all the groundwork that made this country as great as it is, and they sat there, and Canada essentially folded to them, and we said, fuck you, and at this point in time, we are the greatest nation in the world. Why? Because we didn't want to be under someone's thumb. We wanted the people to sit there and say, this is what we want, and that's what makes this country the greatest democracy ever. Yeah, and this guy wants everyone to sit there and conform to what he thinks. You know, Che Guevara. You know, he wears his shirt. This is a guy that killed people throughout South America and Central America. Like it was, not, he didn't care. He was a fucking murderer, and he wears his shirt during press conferences. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Go ask. Go to go to Miami right now. Go to Little Havana in Miami and talk to the refugees who came across on fucking rafts and, you know, inner tubes to get here. And think how much they loved Castro and Che Guevara and all these fucking people that were literally murdering their families. Yeah. They don't think too highly of socialism and all this. That, again, makes us the greatest country in the world where we accept these people. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I just think that Colin Kaepernick, especially with the privilege that he had, he could have been he could have been adopted by some foster family that was using him for a tax role. But instead, it was a family that took him in, provided for him, Mm -hmm. gave him every opportunity to be the athlete that he was, the natural, the God-given natural ability that he had, and he made something of it. And then to go shit in his parents' fucking mouth about how he acts. Just a complete piece of garbage in my eyes. Yeah. Uh, I, I do want to move. I do. I think it's a perfect. You know, we we're bashing him. I do want to take a, a moment to kind, or not a moment, a section of the, our, our our show to praise um, a New York Met, <laughs> which is unheard of for me. Uh, we're going to the uh, All Star Game and the Home Run Derby. They go hand in hand. Yes. American League won, so go American League. Um, but the home run derby, I know you said you didn't watch it. I watched the whole thing. 
the one who won was Mets rookie Pete Alonso. Yes. And he stated before the game, the, the home run derby, that if he won, he was going to donate a percentage of his winnings to the Wounded Warrior Project, which is for wounded and, veterans. Did you hear about this? Yeah, and it was actually the most, I think, the most uh, prize money that they've ever awarded to a, a winner. Yeah, I think it was like a million dollars. One million dollars, Um yes. As anyone who listens to this, I am a diehard Yankee fan. Um, I am a huge fan of this guy now. Big fan. I, I watched some like pregame interviews with him. I'm a fan of this kid. Uh, and I was, I didn't think he was gonna win. I thought Vlad Guerrero, Guerrero was gonna, Vlad Guerrero Jr. was gonna win, but uh, he kind of came through. Uh, I know, you, like you said, you didn't watch it, but uh, in the second round, there was like a clinic of just home runs by. It was Pete Alonso against uh. Jock Peterson, who I think's on the Dodgers. Dodgers, yep. Yeah, and Vlad, like the first round, Vlad Guerrero just tore it up. Hit like twenty. I think he hit thirty home runs. He broke the record for most home runs in a round. Second round comes, Vlad goes first, hits twenty nine. So everyone's like, "Oh, well, he got this one." Peterson comes in, hits twenty nine. So they go to like a, uh, I think they get ten swings. I think it was. Tied again. <laughs> yeah, they went to like the, it was like the first Four time ever they went to the like three pitch shootout, right? Yeah, and then he tied in that one, and then he did another three pitch shootout, and uh, Vlad won by one. And in this, Vlad Guerrero looked like he he looked unstoppable. But I said, you know what, man? Like he hit so many home runs. He's this guy's winded. He has to be winded. Yeah. So the last round comes, and I think he hit twenty two. And then Alonzo came in, I think he hit, like, 23 to win it. Yeah. But, um, I mean, it was amazing. It was it was such a good home run derby. And uh, I, I I am now, I'm a fan of this Alonzo kid. He's, he's without a doubt going to win Rookie of the Year. I think he already, has, he already hit 30 home runs so far. Um, and we're at the break. So. Yeah, I think the last I checked, he, he actually broke Strawberry's uh, – Rookie home run record, I think it was like twenty six. Yeah, he did. And he did that by the whole All Star break. Yeah, which is incredible. Yeah. Um, he might be on pace to break Aaron Judge's record that he just uh set a couple of years ago. I think it was like fifty one or fifty two for a rookie. Um, so uh, and I love Aaron Judge, <laughs> but uh, this guy, if he does, I'm I'm kind of okay with it because I'm a I'm a big fan. I think that was, even like he was his interaction with like the. You know, like they have like little ball boys, the kids. They give the the kids gate, they give the uh, the players Gatorade after they hit a home run and whatnot. And some of the players just took the Gatorade and walked away. Like this Alonzo kid, just like you know, he fist bumped the kids, he patted them on the back, and like total total class act. I'm 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 a big fan of him now. So it's the one good thing about the Mets I like, <laughs> and I'm sure there Mets fans can say that too. <laughs> I mean, yeah. To me, the All Star Game should be complete fan interaction. And yeah, yeah, it is right. You you should be like walking through the stand, signing balls, signing bats, signing glo- whatever you need to do. Mm-hmm. Because this is, an, especially with the hit that baseball had. I mean, you're talking for ninety years. This was America's pastime. Yeah, and they get so rocketed down and in football like I mean it was like it was like a, a meteorite hitting earth and a rocket taken off to the moon 
they they cross paths so quick, and baseball really needs something like this. And yeah. I I think it's good for them, and I'm glad that it is a Met. And even if uh, Vlad uh, Junior won, I would have been happy with that too because Vlad, former Expo, that would that would have either way. I would have been happy with the winner. Well, yeah, I, I wouldn't have been too. I'm glad. I'm. I'm glad. The. I'm glad Alonzo won. Uh, I wouldn't have minded if Vlad won. Um, but I was more happier that Pete Alonzo won. Um, yeah. Just not only because he's you know he's representing New York. Um. Just seems like a, a you know he he's not from New York but he has fully accepted New York like he's. No, I think he didn't. He grow up in. Uh, didn't he grow up in New York? I don't remember now. I, I, I got to look him up. But I, 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 I think he. I think he grew up, or he was born in New York, and I think he went to school down in Tampa. Yeah. All right. Well, so he's from. He was born in New York, but he's. I mean, how do you? When you're born, like I don't know. <laughs> this really could go either way. Like I, I, yeah. I, I tell it people on how you look at it. Yeah, like I tell people I'm from the Bronx, but I only lived in the Bronx until I was like four or five. So I'm really from the town I grew up in, I guess you could say. You know, how would you, like, how would you, like, you weren't born in Warwick, you were born somewhere else, right? No, no, I, I, I was a Cabbage Patch kid. Oh, I, you, I, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, 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 li- I lived here for, like, 26 years. I moved out for, like, 10 and then I'm back again. It's like the mafia. I got pulled back in. <laughs> um, he is. Uh, it says he's from Tampa. Okay, no, hold on one uh, second. Uh, no, he was in Tampa, Florida. Okay, was Tampa? But I thought I heard some. Uh, his dad was from Barcelona. Fled. Fled during. Uh, oh no, sorry. His grandfather was from Barcelona. Left during the Spanish Civil War and settled in Queens, uh, but now this—he grew up in Tampa, apparently, through and through. If okay, I'm wrong, that's someone can—that right. so that his his lineage is from the from Queens. Yeah. So all right. So he he has family from here, but he's really from Florida. Yeah. Okay. Um. Even whatever. I mean, that's that's okay. But you know, he's he came to New York. He got drafted by the Mets. He's here. And he is just fully accepted New York as like I'm here and like I love this city and I love this state and you know let's do and this. The, 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 the what? Is, well, and the you get a lot of athletes that come to New York and they don't produce. He's come to New York and fully embraced it and is doing. Ducky here. Yeah. I mean, you look at like uh, Gene Carlo Stanton, amazing player in uh, Miami. Mm-hmm. Comes to New York, he's not doing as good. No, not at all. He, well, he's made a glass. Apparently, he got he got hurt second game of the season. Came back for two weeks uh, about a month ago, and he got hurt again. And he got hurt again. Bad, in my opinion, bad move by the Yankees. I don't think they needed him whatsoever. And as you can see by the standings, they still don't fucking need him. I think it was a waste of money, but you know, whatever it is, what it is, it, it's. Hopefully, it'll come through. Apparently, but I, don't know, I just, I just saw that the All Star at the Home Run Derby, and I, 
I really like that because you hear all this shit about people kneeling during the flag and not respecting the country and not respecting the people who fought for it and not respecting the police and a guy now, this rookie who just kind of came out of nowhere pretty much and he's like, I'm I'm donating, I think it was like 10%, I think he said. I forget what it was. He's donating it to this Wounded Warrior Project and just comes off as a total class act and a very good kid and I I like him a lot. I I really do. I can't wait till he leaves the Mets and comes to the Yankees. (laughs) (laughs) True. I'm kidding, but Still, I, I like I like him a lot. He's, I, I was I was good to see something that in a world we live in where it's like cool to hate America, he does something like that. That made me happy. And, and listen, I mean, a lot of people are like, oh, he only gave you know, say if it's a million dollars, he gave a hundred thousand. That's a lot. That's a lot. But people will sit there and be like, oh, that isn't enough. Look, he's a pro athlete. Well, not for nothing, but he's a rookie, so he's, he's not getting, he's not being That's paid that thing. much. He's probably not making. He's probably not making Aaron Judge money. He's oh, Aaron Judge ain't making. making he's still money. he's under. He's not making Mike Trout money. Right? No, this, he's not making like him, Bryce Harper contract. This is a huge thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I kind of like the fact that he's doing this. Yeah, I did too. I, it made me a fan. So I hope he yeah. does well. I hope uh, this rookie year isn't a fluke. And I, I, I think the Mets, the Mets need a guy like this. They don't have like a face for that team, and I think this this kid could be it. Oh yeah, so yeah, so like you said, you, know, you said baseball kind of hit a um, a bump in the road, so to speak. They're not exactly the most popular sport anymore in America. I hope this kind of, and not ju- I'm not just talking about him. Like you know, you have this whole bunch of young athletes coming. Like I mean, everyone hated the Yankees for so long because they just ball these players. But the last couple of years, they have sort of like a resurgence, like, you don't really see too much Yankee hate anymore because they have a lot of these home, they did a lot of trades, they bought all these younger guys, and you, it's hard to hate, maybe I'm just speaking because I'm a Yankee fan, but it's a little harder to hate them when they're not going out and buying the biggest players anymore, they're like, they realize like that wasn't working anymore, and they kind of just, they're building from, you know, the ground up, so to, so to speak. Oh, yeah, and I- Honestly, when other than the Dodgers, you really have to look at any other major league team. They're really not doing that. No. The Dodgers have become the Yankees of this decade. Yeah, yeah, I guess they they kind of have. Like they're buying, they're the ones buying people. Yeah. Well. So, hopefully it'll work out in the end and we can build a team off of him. Yeah, well, I hope I hope so. I, I, even, though, even though I'm a Yankee fan, like I, I hate the Red Sox. Like the Mets, I don't like the Mets because they're like you know they're from New York. They're the rival, but I don't I don't care. They're in a totally different league. They're in a different world altogether. Pretty much, they play the Yankees what six times a year. It doesn't really mean anything. They're just like regular games. Um, so I, don't know, I I hope I, I hope they do well and I hope they kind of do right by this guy and like you said build a team around him. Uh, but it's the Mets and we'll see what happens. <laughs> They'll I mean, probably trade him away. Good, when, when you have these when you have these rookie hitters on the Mets that can do good, yeah. they've always built a team around that. Yeah, that's 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 true. The Mets are weird. They have phenomenal pitching. They just don't have that offense. So, I guess we'll see what happens. 
Exactly. All right. Well, let's uh, let's. I think it's time the show to pay our respects to the fallen. We have a lot. We have a lot. Uh, we'll, we'll just kind of go with the baseball theme. Uh, a couple days ago, Jim Booten passed away. Uh, if you don't know who Jim Booten is, he was a pitcher for um, the New York Yankees in the '60s. Um, he uh, then went to be part of the Seattle Pilots, which were the precursor to the Seattle Mariners, I believe. Okay. Right? I I think. Um, yes. During his time on the Mariners. Someone said, you know, you should keep a diary of what's, like, going on here. And he wrote this diary for a year, and it became known, It became a book eventually called Ball Four. And this book kind of exposed a lot of shit that was going on in baseball. Um, like, all his experiences when he was with the pilots, and uh, just sort of... Like, like I said, exposed everything like jealousy, uh, all the like the drunken antics and all that stuff. So it, it became huge, and so he's kind of been been known for that. And uh, he passed away. At, uh, I forget how old he was. Eighty uh, two, I want to say. Eighty. He was eighty, and he he died the other day. So rest in rest in peace, there, Jim. You could say that there's another, and this one kind of came out, out of nowhere. Yeah. But another pitcher, a pitcher in the uh, the West, and that would be uh, Tyler Staggs for the for, for the uh, Angels. He was pitcher, right? Angels, yes. Before he you go was, on, before he was only he was young. What's that? Twenty seven. Yeah, and he just pitched like a day before or two days before or something like that, and they they just found him dead. Yeah. They don't. I don't think they've determined the cause of death yet. I don't think so but either. I mean, he was actually a member of uh, my fantasy baseball team one year. Oh, was he? <laughs> yeah. Uh, not, I mean, we're not talking a lights out player. No, nah, he I was mean, an okay. He was like a. What he was like maybe like a fourth, fourth starter, kind of thing. Yeah, he was. He went twenty eight and thirty eight. Yeah. So, I mean, he didn't have a winning record. A, a four point four one. ERA, I mean, not great on strikeouts, under 500 strikeouts, but that you look at, like, athletes now. For someone to die like this, you automatically think drugs. Oh, absolutely. How, how can you not? Either that or it's, like, probably, like, an enlarged heart. Or, like, that, a it's brain like aneurysm. An enlarged heart. Yeah. What's that? Or a brain aneurysm. Something yeah. so sudden, yeah. But dr- drugs are always the first thing that comes out of it. Well, that's what I, mean, I just, thought. <laughs> that's I what... mean, you just think, like, why are you doing this? You're a pro athlete, and maybe it was, you know, well, we some don't sort know. of performance-enhancing drug, but... Yeah, well, we don't... I, I th- they got to do a toxicology report and stuff. Doesn't it seem... I, I think I remember, like, hasn't there been a few pitcher... Uh, pitchers for the Angels in the last like ten years or so that have died. Tom, <laughs> I'm trying to think now. I, who would have been? I, I I remember hearing not too long ago there was another Angels. I think he died in a car crash or something. It seems like if you play for the Angels or the Yankees, you're not gonna <laughs> you're, 
you're gonna have a bad ending. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I could have sworn there was another pitcher not too long ago that died, very like quick, and like he was on the team and he like just played the night before and he died. Yeah, I remember something along those lines. I'm sure we'll get a, a text from a Big Papa, our baseball uh, analyst, and he'll give us the uh, definite answer on that. Yeah, right, right. Um, another member, another person who passed away was a uh, uh, Luis Alvarez. I think I'm saying that right. Uh, he was a uh, first responder, and he was the guy that. Alvarez. Yeah, he was the guy that John Stewart bought up in front of uh, the Congress, correct? Yeah, like a month ago. Yeah, 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 like a month was a month. Ago. yeah it was a month ago. He brought yeah. him up there. He entered in the hospice like almost immediately after this. If you had a this was like a jack dude. I mean, he was big. Yeah, he was. You know, tattoos. He was. He looked like a like a mean motherfucker, and. Seeing him after this and the just the way that he deteriorated because of being a hero. He was yeah. a hero. There's no, zero question about it. This guy deteriorated into nothing. And it's just a sad state that even as we talked about it a few weeks ago, that something like this would happen where they would sit there and... and Defund this account to keep these people medically helped, you know, not in pain, whatever you want to call it, mm -hmm. is just a travesty. Yeah. This guy is the personification of a hero. This guy should be given, instead of the U.S. women's team giving a, a, a Ticker take parade. This guy should have been given one. Yeah, this is a true American hero. He sacrificed things, including his own life, on his own time to go down and rescue people. This this guy is an American hero. Yeah, and for people like Megan Rampone and fucking Colin Kaepernick to kneel for the pledge, and this guy died because of it. Mm -hmm. Fuck them. It, it this just it, it just hits so deep that people think this way and hate America and this guy gave literally the ultimate sacrifice for this country is just a travesty yeah. this guy God bless him wherever he is if he's looking down on us right now I, I salute you I praise you you are top notch one of the best people in the world yeah real hero that's I, it's just very sad that it happened so soon after all that happened, and if that didn't convince them that there's something going on, like this, this is proof right there right. that, like, I mean, they passed it thankfully, but they should name the funding after this guy. Yeah, I think let so. Him, let 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 for people who have been affected by this between now and the day that they die for the next eighty years, however long it takes for the last first responder that suffered from this to actually pass. They, they, this ought to be named right after him. I mean, God bless this guy. Yeah. All right. It's, uh, it's just, it's sad. Yeah, it is. Um, going from one guy dying, well, a couple people dying prematurely, uh, Cameron Boyce, who was a Disney Disney Channel star, I guess, correct? Yes. Um, he was 20. 
and he died. They didn't really years old, yeah. yeah, they didn't say what from like what like you it said was before. From, uh, seizures. Yeah, like when I first heard this, I'm thinking, Oh man, like it had to have been drugs, but it wasn't. It was I guess from a seizure. Um yeah, he, he was, was on he was epileptic. I don't have I <clears throat> I have a niece and nephew, so I don't really know too much about this kid. Uh, he starred in uh, Jesse, um, mm-hmm. which is a live action show. But he the one that he is in that you told me, and I had no idea because I don't. I remember my niece watching the show was uh, Jake and the Neverland Pirates. Yeah, he was Jake. And yeah. I, I, when that show actually came on. It was one of the shows that I actually enjoyed watching with the kids because it was entertaining. Yeah. And he was he was Jake, and this kind of, like, threw me for a loop when when I heard about it because I was like, wow, I, I remember seeing this kid. He was on uh, Descendants, which eventually, after Jake, you know, my, my daughters got a little bit older and they actually started to uh, watch the live-action stuff, and right. he was one of the characters on that. Um, it was... Essentially, the children of a lot of the bad people from the Disney shows. It's yeah. Like there was Ursula's daughter, things like that. And he was one of the children of one of the bad guys. I can't remember exactly which one, but I, I was like shocked at it. And with Jake, I, I will admit I enjoyed watching that show. I, I thought it was an actually entertaining show. Yeah. And the here, you know, a 20 year old dying of that. It's just, it's very sad. Yeah. Yeah. It, it really, that really is, that's heartbreaking. That, that poor family, man. Um, another death, <laughs> Mr. Ross Perot, who famously yeah. ran for president alongside, uh, Bill Clinton and, uh, the first George Bush in the 1992 yes. presidential election. Uh, I thought he died already. <laughs> feel, As did I. I feel bad saying that, but he was old as fuck when he ran in '92, and God bless him. He ran. He he pulled through for 27 more years. <laughs> he actually ran twice for president. Um, yeah, didn't he run again? Like in like 2000 or nine? Was it 90, 96 or 2000? It was one of those, but. But it wasn't as. But he didn't make it as far as he did as he did in '92. Like he was in there, like, and yeah. it was. I think he was like one of the first independent. What he? What was the? What was the? Uh, who did he run for? Was it the Green Party? No, it wasn't Green. No, he was independent. It was just independent. Okay, um, but he was like part of like the um, the debates and like he was really like it wasn't just someone who was in there and kind of dropped out. Um. I just remember watching no, the debates. He was, it, he was in it to win it. Yeah, he and he went he went all the way to the end. Yeah, he actually. A lot of people say he cost the Bush, the first Bush, the election. And I'm one of those people. Yeah, I'm he one took of, a lot of a lot of votes away from him because he was an independent, but he leaned more on the right side of the. Yeah, he, and eventually of, he did become a Republican. Yeah, I'm one of those people who think that. I really believe that if he didn't run, Clinton. I mean, Clinton was was insanely popular, and he hit a chord with young people. But I, I don't know. I, he really. I think he took he took votes away from both parties, but he definitely took a huge chunk out of Bush. Yeah. Um. And one I just found out just before we aired, <laughs> Rip Torn died. 
Yes. Uh, Rip Torn, if you don't know, he was in Dodgeball. He was in the Men in Black movies. He was like the... He was like, the, not the leader of the Men in Black, but he was like the guy. He was like the boss, I guess, of the, the Men boss. in Black. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I can't, I can't, I didn't even hear about this, which I guess there's been so many deaths this week and so, and so many of them have been either premature or whatnot. Um, he kind of flew under the radar, but yeah, he, he died. Yeah, he was, he was one of those actors that, he had a distinct voice. He had a distinct quality to him. Almost like it, he could have played the Brian Cox character in Super Troopers. Absolutely. He, he had that, like, yeah, they had that same kind of... Yeah, you're right. He, I could definitely see him in that role. But Dodgeball, I think, definitely... I mean, he was an actor for a long time. Since, like, Dodgeball, the 70s, yeah. Definitely brought him back into the mainstream. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Well, Men in Black too. Well, yeah. you know the Men in Black movies. That's I mean that's how I remember him is like he was the main guy. He was like the boss in the Men in Black movies, the first yeah, three, I mean, not the new issues. one. I mean he 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 did suffer from alcoholism. Um, there was issues with him. Did you know this that he was actually Sissy Spacek's cousin? I did not know that. Huh. Dropping more knowledge on. Wow, him. look at that. Yeah. And he was actually uh, a military police in the uh, army, so hmm. kudos to him for serving for us. Yeah, unbelievable! Wow. Yes. And I guess our our last uh, great visit will be uh, to someone that is I don't want to say near and dear to your heart, but a member of your favorite team, and that would be the hefty lefty. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jared Lorenza. Yes. Uh, yeah, he, uh, didn't quite make it, I mean, he, he was a backup quarterback for the Giants, I think from 2004 to 2008 or 6, he was definitely on that, he played a bunch of years, he did, but he was on the Giants, he was on the, that Giants team that beat the Patriots the first time, um, he, he, he was before David Carr, I think, yeah, he, oh no, he definitely was, he was before yeah. Was he before David Carr? I don't remember, but he uh, he was a backup to Eli. Um, he did play a few games. He didn't start, obviously. He kind of came in like at halftime or whatnot. Um, not a bad, not a bad backup. I think if he was for a a, a shittier team at the time, I think he could have been a starter. Um, yeah. but uh, yeah. So he passed away too. Yeah, um, I think it was of like uh. It was there was kidney failure and um, heart like heart condition. Yeah, yeah, it was a bunch but, of I mean, stuff going he was, on. He was huge. He he ended when he got out of the NFL, he kind of blew up. Yeah, he was on a like Celebrity Fit Club or something along those lines. Oh, was he okay? Yeah, he was on one of those reality shows about losing weight. Okay. He actually played for a team at like 385 pounds or something. Good lord. <laughs> wow. Yeah. As what, a lineman? As a quarterback. Oh my god. How the hell did he get out of that pocket? <laughs> he was the he was the pants. Holy shit. That's a that's big. That's a yeah. big dude. And especially yeah. I mean, I would have said, you know, I I'm big. I'm going to use this weight as my advantage and be like a center. <laughs> yeah, but he he stayed a quarterback. I mean, 
if he threw it all at Mike, that that ball must have been whizzing. Yeah. Wow. But holy shit, I didn't know he got that big. Wow. Because he was been he was kind of big to begin with. Like he wasn't like like fat. He was like you know he was he was a tall guy and he was like kind of like you know he was kind of he was big, but he wasn't like big big. Yeah. Like almost like a Jamarcus Russell. Yes. Yeah. That's that's a good it's a good way uh good comparison. All right, well, we're winding down, so let's uh, let's praise a dumbass, shall we? Dumbass of the week. Yes, and who is our dumbass of the week this week? It goes to a uh, a young uh, lass from uh, England. <laughs> oh. And the best part about this is we've we've talked about um, this situation in the past, and she tried to go the more environmental route. It was uh. Ellen or Alana Stratters Gardner. Okay. okay. That was I, I, that was her name. She was sixty years old from England, and she uh, I guess was out for some cocktails and ended up Good impaling her. herself with a metal straw. <laughs> God Almighty! It shot through her eye and impaled her brain, and she ended up dying. Fuck. Yeah. Ha- but. I mean, she must have got so drunk when she just fall face first into <laughs> into her drink. She must have had too many London gins and just yeah, just passed out and popped her popped her brain out. First question is, well, I guess my only question is, who fucking serves metal straws? Well, this is this is one of the big things. I guess metal straws, like you buy them and you just bring them around with you. Okay, so it's like one of uh, bring your own kind of thing. Yes. I mean, I mean, holy shit! I mean, how, and how hard would she have? God damn! <laughs> I, I can't make sense of this. You had to have like just really she gotten must so have wasted. Really been... Yeah. I, I... She, must... I, I still wrap my head around this. I understand plastic straws are bad for the environment, but they can be recycled. Right. Paper straws obviously show no sign of any type of uh, impaling factor because as soon as they get wet, they just disintegrate. Right. At what point are we going to start you know, going against metal straws because they become a weapon of uh, violence? I, I just... To me, the whole idea of this is just ludicrous. Right. I'm I'm a big fan of if I get a beer, I get a drink. I drink it out of the out of the thing. We don't need straws anymore. No. And the fact that people are actually buying metal straws to carry around with them to their brunch, their dinner is just to me stupid. Just. Do you have to be that fancy to have a metal straw to carry with you to drink out of just drink out of the container that it's it's housed in? Yeah, I know, right? But to actually impale yourself, you, you take that, that's a special kind of person there to do that. I mean, really. I, I, I can't I can't believe I just I I'm dumbfounded by this, I really am. You had to have fallen oh, yeah. hard. 
I mean, how schlitzed was she to sit there and actually fall? What kind of shitty bar was she in where the floor was that soaked? I guess guess so. I don't know. That's why I like drinking out of, you know, pint glasses or... (laughs) You know, if I fall on a pint glass, I'm probably not going to die unless it hits my jugular. Yeah. If I fall on a, an aluminum can, it ain't going to kill me. And maybe a glass, again, you know, out of a beer bottle, it ain't going to hurt me. But... Yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> wow. wow. All right. Well, that's our dumbass of the week. Cheerio to her. <laughs> Hope you uh, don't fall anything up in heaven. <laughs> yeah. Use your wings. Fly away from them. Alright. Alright, well, follow us on Twitter, Bull in the Ring PC, Instagram, Bull Ring PC, uh, Facebook under Joe Tom. You can listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever is easiest out there for you. Rate and review us on iTunes, please. Or Apple Music, wherever it's called. Um, apologize for any technical difficulties I was having some mic issues and uh, so if you hear any feedback or if I'm low or Tom's too loud I'm, we're, we apologize Skype uh, you know we, we try and get you to we try and get a podcast out every week for you people so we do it any way we can indeed yeah and uh, please make sure you go to iTarget yes use the code word bulls and get yes. 10% off your uh your purchase. It's a great, it's a great device. And uh, thank you, everyone, on Podbean. Um, we have been the feature podcast of the week for two weeks now. Last few weeks. Yeah. We've, two weeks now. We've gotten a ton of feedback, a ton of followers. We're really appreciative of that. If you're on Podbean, please like the episode. Try to get us up there as high as we can. So. Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, uh, um, until next week. Yes. I'm Joe. I'm, I'm Tom, and here is Madison. <laughs> and we'll see you next week. Good night. Yes. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye, guys.